0: Let's do some SAT problems. Let's see we're we're starting test 5 now. Let's see problem number 1. This is page 652. According to a certain recipes and a certain according to a certain recipe, 20 I'm getting deja vu. This looks like a question I did in the last test, but maybe this is different. 25 pounds of flour are needed to make 300 rolls. So, 25 pounds per 300 rolls. 300 rolls. At this rate, how many pounds of flour are needed to make 12 rolls? Well, we can make a a ratio here. So I need 25 to do 300 rolls, right? But they're asking us, well, how how much do I need if I only need to do 12 rolls? So 12 is what fraction of 300? Whatever that fraction is, I need to make the same the, the, the fraction of rolls of, of pounds of flour I need to use will be the same fraction. So let's say that this is x is the pounds of fraction of flour I need to use. So x is to 25 is 12 is to 300. And I can tell you from inspection that 12 over 300 is the same thing as 1 over 25. If you don't believe me, divide 300 by 12. and I, and I come up with that. Well, you know, 25 goes into 100 four times. So, and then 4 times 3 is 12. But if you don't believe me, you can confirm this. But they did it on purpose because this is the first problem, which tends to be a quick one. So x over 25 is equal to 1 over 25, so x equals 1. So you need 1 pound pound of flour. And you could have also set the ratio up like this. You could have said 25 is to 300 as x is to 12. This would have also worked. Here we would have put the rolls all on one equal all on one fraction and we could have put the pounds all on the other the pounds of flour all on the other fraction next problem next problem switching colors problem number 2 if xy is equal to 10 xy is equal to 10 what is the value of 2 times x divided by y times y squared. Well, the trick here is you've got to simplify this expression before you attempt to do anything. And simplifying it, what happens, what's x divided by y times y squared? Well, this, this right here, this is the same thing as x y squared divided by y. Right? We could put, put the 2 out here. And see, we have a 2 on top, and we have a 1 on the you know, y on the bottom is the same thing as y to the first. So this is the same thing. What's y squared divided by y? Well, it's just y, right? So we get 2x. And y squared divided by y is just y. right? The, the squared cancels out with this entire term. This just gets 1. I divide the top and the bottom by 1. So all I'm left is 2xy. And we know that xy is equal to 10. So 2 times 10 is 20. That's choice E. Next problem. Problem 3. Let's see if I can fit it on this without having to. x plus y is equal to 30. x plus y is equal to 30. I might be talking funny. I just came from the dentist. And x is greater than 8. x is greater than 8. Which of the following must be true? Well, we know x is greater than 8, and we also know that x is equal to 30 minus y, right? I just subtracted y from both sides of that equation x is equal to 30 minus y. But we also know that x is greater than 8. So 30 minus y, which is the same thing as x, must also be greater than 8. right? 30 minus y is also going to be greater than 8. And we could play with this a little bit. We could add y to both sides. We get 30 is greater than 8 plus y. We could subtract 8 from both sides. And then you get 22 is greater than Y or Y is less than twenty-two, and that's choice B. Next problem, problem four. I'm writing in toothpaste color in honor of my recent visit to the dentist. Okay, what do they have here? They have they have three points. Let's see point P, which is three comma two. Point Q, which is seven comma two, and point. R, which is seven comma four, the coordinates, the coordinates of points P, Q, and R in the xy-plane are given above. What is the perimeter of PQR? Let's draw that real fast. I think that'll make things make more sense, especially if you missed it the first time around. So P is three comma two. So three comma 2, approximately. P, Q is 7 comma 2, so this is 3, 7 comma 2. So this is going to be a straight line. And what's this length going to be? Well, it's going to be 4, because it's going from 3 to 7, and we had no change in the y. They wrote that 2. Then we have R is 7 comma 4. 7 comma 4 is going to be roughly over here. 7 comma 4. This is Q, this is R. And what's this distance? Well, we had no change in x, so the change, the distance, is just going to be the change in y. So this is just 2. And now we have to, and this is r, and now the only thing we have to do to finish this problem is figure out that distance. And how do we figure out that distance? Well, this is a right triangle, so we could use the Pythagorean theorem. 2 squared. This is the hypotenuse, right? The green side I drew. That's the longest side, and it's opposite the 90 degree angle, so it's the hypotenuse. So 2 squared plus 4 squared is equal to, let's call this x, is equal to x squared. So this is 4 plus 16 is equal to x squared. 20 is equal to x squared. x squared. So x is equal to square root of 20. So x is equal to, let's try to simplify this, that's the square root of 4 times 5. And we know what the square root of 4 is, so we can take that out, so that's x is equal to 2 root 5. I find that this is actually where most people have a lot of trouble, is actually simplifying root 20 to 2 root 5. All we did is we factored 20 as as a product of a perfect square, and then another number that's not a perfect square, and then we took the perfect square out. We said the square root of 4 is 2, so we can take it out. So x is 2 root 5. So what's the perimeter? It's 4 plus 2 plus 2 root 5. So 4 plus 2 is 6 plus 2 root 5. Now let me see what the choices are. Oh, I didn't even have to do 2 root 5. They actually have choice C says 6 plus the square root of 20. So I didn't even have to, to do this. But that's good to know. This What I did here is good to learn. But they made it so we didn't have to do that. So it, it's, it never hurts to glance at your choices before you you move forward like I just did. Invert colors. I'm getting tired of this color, so I will switch. Problem number five. Let's see, they give us a sequence 8, 17, 26, 35, 44, and so on. The first five terms in a sequence are shown above. Each term after the first is found by adding 9 to the term immediately preceding it. Which term in this sequence is equal to 8 plus 26 minus 1 times 9? Fascinating. So each term is, is equal to 9 plus the previous term. right? So the first term, so let's say term 1. Let's call this the term. Term one is eight. Term two, let's call this let's call this t t for term. Term two is seventeen. And an equation we could have gotten that is we could have gotten eight plus two times oh sorry eight plus nine times what? The term minus one. Term minus one. Right Because that's just eight plus nine, so if the term is two, two minus one is one, so we multiply it times nine and we add it to eight similarly the third term, which is twenty six that's essentially that's eight plus sixteen right so that's eight plus uh, sorry eight plus eighteen, so it's eight plus nine times once again t minus one or three minus one right here it's two minus one here it's three minus one, so in general. This is the t the teeth term. This is the equation of the teeth term, which looks oddly familiar to what they gave us in the beginning. And if we do a little pattern matching, we see that t is equal to 26.